What up, good people? It's Vince W. Matthews, your friendly Christian black man living in America. Going to get this episode started in just a few moments. Hang tight. All right, y'all. Good people, listen. Welcome to another episode of Closet Rants. Episode 6. Episode 6 of Closet Rants. Today's topic is the feeling of unfulfillment. This will be part two. Now, I previously did an episode of the feeling of unfulfillment, but this will be part two. And today we're going to do a part two that. You know, same topic, and I'm going to take a different approach, kind of a different angle with this same topic, and we're going to dive into it, and it's going to be something I think is going to be very rich, and it'll be something that can change your perspective. I'm going to just talk, you know, like I always do every single time I get up here and do the podcast. So I was on the line just, you know, reaching on my phone, just researching, reading because I'm a vivid reader. I told you guys that I love to read. And one of the things I came across was this term that I have never heard in my life before. And it's called healthy discontentment. I'm going to say it again. Healthy discontentment. Now, healthy discontentment. It says is a sign of significant personal growth. It's like a plant that's reached the limit of its pot. Healthy discontentment is a sign that it's time to repurpose our skills, interest and personality to what we do. Our our vocational expression without healthy discontentment, we remain pot bound, unable to release new rhizomes in unfettered soil. I think I said that right. If I didn't, you know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to read this little part again. It said healthy discontentment is a sign of significant personal growth. It's like a plant that's reached the limit of its pot. Mm. It's like a plant that has reached the limit of its pot. Some of you may be feeling like that today. You feel like you have, and I love to use this term, capped out. You have reached your limit. Maybe it's the area you're in. Maybe it's the job. Maybe it's how your marriage is going or how your relationships are going. Uh, maybe it's trying another field. Maybe it's ministry. Maybe Maybe it's something in your life that you feel a level of discontentment. Now, we're talking about healthy discontentment, though. And there's some questions I want to ask you. What feels out of place in your life? Like what like what what feels out of place? Like I mentioned before, your your, your employment, um, what you do for work, how you do it. Maybe this in the environment that you're in, maybe the opportunity that you have or don't have or you feel like you should have. And that's the question. What feels out of place? 
Another question. What inspires you? What inspires you? Like if you was to ask me these questions, I would say uh, what inspires me is uh, speaking and teaching and podcasting and creating content without having to edit. I haven't got there yet, but I'm praying on it. <laughs> Writing and being creative and being uh, paid to do it. That that would be for me. Knowing I have enough money to invest in my wife and kids and do whatever I need to do to move around and to to serve and to be generous. Uh, working in an environment where people share the same dreams and passions that are and, and, and also that they are better than me because I don't like to always be the best person in the room. I don't like that. I mean, I don't like it at all, really, because I want to be challenged and I want to be pulled and I want to be pushed into a greater level than what I am at, because if I'm always a, the greatest person or the greatest singer, or the greatest content creator, the greatest editor, speaker or songwriter or comic or whatever it is, then I'm never going to grow. So the first question I said is what inspires you? The next question is what drains you? Wow. What drains you? Hmm. I don't think we ask ourselves enough of questions like this. It's like. What do I like? What do I want to where I want to be? OK. And then the reverse of that is what do I don't like? What drains me? What takes my energy? I said what drains me is not speaking and teaching, not being creative, uh, continually creating content uh, for free, you know, <laughs> creating content and nobody's watching or engaging because I'm a people person, not a people pleaser, people person uh, creating content i put creating content and having to edit writing and being creative and let me see what else i said uh knowing i don't have enough money to invest in my wife and kids so pretty much i put the in the reverse of this and these are questions i want to ask this episode's a little different but i want to ask you i want to get in your business a little bit because i want you to grow i want you to to grow up as i will grow up as well now when we say you need to grow up, we always look at that as a negative thing. But I think it's a great thing for someone to say, you need to grow up. Thank you. I'm growing up now. So mm, another thing I said, what drains me is not operating in my gift, especially working at a job where I'm suffocating my gift just to do a job. Ooh, that's Let's pause right there. Some of us are on jobs or some of us are part of organizations or businesses, even ministries that we go to and we're suffocating, we're suffocating our gifts. Now, a gift is from God and he gives that to us. And some of us have many of them. I have a lot of gifts. Sometimes it's hard for me to be in one place at one time because I have a lot of things that I, I can do. Not bragging. I'm just saying I have a lot of things that I can do. So sometimes it's not easy for me to just sit down and do one thing because I'm always doing multiple things because I love multiple things and I love being creative in various ways, whether speaking, teaching, uh, graphics or video or editing or uh, writing all of these different ways or outlets for me to be creative in. And sometimes it's kind of hard when you have multiple gifts or talents because you don't know which one to choose. So where are you at today? I'm talking to you. I don't look at nobody else. Don't go grab nobody else. I'm talking to you. 
Have you been feeling discontentment in your life, in your in your soul, in your spirit? Maybe you've been feeling like this for a long time. I know I have. And when you suppress these things, it could come out and be really ugly. You know, you can go off on your family, your friends, your wife, your, or people that really love you and in your corner. And you don't mean it, but but it's because you have suffocated your gift for so long that when it actually starts to speak up and starts to want to talk, that's kind of what happens. The anger and, and all of this stuff starts to build up. But you know what? I think it's good to be angry. I think it's good to be uh, when you feel like you've been complacent and you, you're shaking yourself off like how in the world did I get here? There's a lot of self-evaluation that I've been doing with myself and I encourage you to do it and ask these hard questions. How did I get here? I'm not supposed to be here. Like Deborah Cox said, you know, how did you get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. What you doing here? Now, a lot of times the problem with healthy discontentment is that the change we need, it unsettles us. It's it's really uneasy. Say say uh for instance, like like a man becomes a sailor, you know, and not not by remaining on the land, but by heading out to the sea. So in other words, in order for that man to become a sailor, he has to move from the land to the sea. His contentment to remain on board is not going to be good because you're going to be constantly in motion. So too often, our identity is tied up to our present chapter. A lot of times we feel like the place that we're in that we feel like it's over and it's our final destination which is which is not the case uh, i mean if you're like an attorney or, or a banker or a construction worker stay-at-home mom i mean what would it mean to be the opposite of all those things a writer or, or a missionary or, or, or a funeral director you know what i mean because i looked at this quote by D. Hack. He's the founder and uh, former CEO of Visa. He said, change is the thief of identity. I'm going to say it again. Change is the thief of identity. Ooh, that's good right there. So we can never be sure of our place or our value in a new order of things. See, we need to take time and embrace the new chapter, the new things. But the thing about something being new, there's always going to have some type of movement. Now, it might not be geographically. It may be you have to move in your mindset. You may have to move the way you spend your money. You may have to move the way you spend your time. You may have to move the way you spend your energy. Hey, check this out. You may have to move the way you eat. And some of us don't like to move because we don't like change. Biggie Small says the only way we can change, only way we can, <laughs> only way we can rule the world is we change ourselves, man. Only way we can change if we change ourselves. So how can we change the world if we don't change ourselves? I messed that whole quote up, but we're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> um, how can we change the world if we don't change ourselves first? And I believe this you know i'm a christian some of you listen out there might be not be may not be a christian 
I'm I'm fumbling a little little bit today, but that's okay. Just 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 pray for me. Some of you may not be Christians out there, but this is my belief, right? Sometimes your situation doesn't change because your the change has to happen in you first. I like to put it like this: Sometimes God is not changing your situation because He's trying to change you first. I pause for a little bit. I just want you to let that marinate and sink in. Just want to let it simmer a little bit in the gumbo pot. Sometimes your situation will not change because you need to be changed first. All right. This time we're going to take up our offering. I'm just like, all right. Now, listen, I want to tell you this. Healthy discontentment. A lot of times it it comes out of being mis like misalignment you know the, it's like when you have a car right and the car starts shaking and all these different things like that and it feels like it's something underneath the car but actually it's the wheels because they need to be aligned when you have a vehicle that is not aligned properly it could cause you to have a wreck because it changes the way you control the vehicle when you are not in alignment with your purpose and and on the path of being of being successful or operating in your gift, it'll cause you to wreck in life. A lot of us have been on the side of the road in life for a long time. Some of us still on the side of the road and we're we're complacent because we're hurt or we're mad or we're we're angry or we're flipping tables over like Jesus. Um <laughs> we're flipping tables over because we're mad and we feel like we've been on the side of the road. A lot of times when you're on the side of the road, it's a lot of people that's not going to help you. Majority of people that pass you by are not going to help you. And some of the very ones that you help are passing you by and it makes you mad and angry and it hurts your feelings because being on the side of the road is not a good feeling. Because it takes up time out of your day when you could be making use of that time and actually moving in the direction that you want to be moving in. You feel what I'm saying? So one of the things is that you have to experiment. I think you need to find and try new things to try to figure out. Because some of us are in a place we know where we at at the job or where we're at in life. This is not where we want to be. We know where we want to be or what what you know kind of things we want to do, but we really don't know specifically the steps to take that will help us go into that direction that we need to go. Because I'm everybody has witnessed this. I mean, there's going to be a chapter in your life where you're sensing like something is new. Uh, something different that you want to do that or, or you feel like God wants you to do. You know, there's there's somewhere you're supposed to be. There's somewhere you're supposed to go, but you must leave where you are to get there. Because check this out. If you don't have the faith to go. If you let fear keep you where you're at, you won't know the blessings that you're missing. It, it's like this. If you go, then you get to find out what happens. But if you don't, you'll never know what might have been and even live with regret. Mm. How fun it is to live with regret. Is it fun? Is it fun? Absolutely not. Living with regret is a horrible experience. 
I've talked to a lot of people who live in regret. You know, I should have did this. I should have did that. I maybe shouldn't have, have done that. So my question is, what do you feel like God wants you to be? What do you feel like in your heart that you want to be? If you're going to allow God, if you're going to allow Jesus to be the author of your story, what needs to change? If you really want to reach that goal, if you really want to be on that level and path to success, or you feel like you want to be in that environment, ask yourself this question. What needs to change? Are you spending too much money? Are you spending too much time watching television? Are you spending too much time not being productive? Are you not spending enough time? eating the right things or, or working out or are you not or do you have enough time are you not making enough time for yourself because we talked about that last episode being a people pleaser i think sometimes we get so caught up doing everything else for everybody else then we're so burnt out when it comes to us we just be like you know what i'm gonna take a shower and go on to sleep and we're not investing in ourselves we're not pouring into ourselves we're not loving ourselves we're not taking care of ourselves like, when is it going to come to a point that you're going to say, I'm doing this for me or I'm doing this for me and my family and in order for that we can receive better opportunities? Because, listen, man, I, I'm going to say this. If I want to live a better story, I must make that choice today. If you want to live a better story and then when you tell your story. Then you were like, man, I, I, it was it was tough. It was rough. I didn't know what to do. But then I start doing this. And that was the shift. That was the catalyst. That was the transition for me to turn my life around. Let me ask you this. What kind of story do you want to tell when you sit down? Or are you doing interviews? Or are you just talking to relatives? Or are you talking to friends when you become successful or whatever it is? What kind of story do you want to tell? Do you want to tell a story of hope? Do you want to tell a story of love? Do you want to tell a story of a new transition, an amazing transition in your life? Or do you want a tell do you want to tell a story of regret? Do you want to tell a story of doubt? Do you want to tell a story of fear? No, I'm asking you. Ask yourself, what kind of story do i want to tell if somebody gave you money right now to tell your story or in the future to tell your story what kind of story do you want to tell because you have to step out to find out see we we need to know that you know god didn't didn't call us to lead, live a easy life but he called us to live a faith Field life. So to go to what you have out there in your mind or in your heart to chase the dream, you must leave what's comfortable, what's known, what's predictable, and what's easy. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to rewind the tape. Listen, to go get what you need, what you want, the dream, the aspiration, you must leave what's comfortable. What's known, what's predictable, and what's easy. Mm -hmm. You cannot be afraid. A lot of us are feeling 
this unfulfillment in our lives. And some of us out there are lost because we feel like maybe it's too late. Man, I'm too old. I can't go back to school, man. I'm 47, man. I ain't finna be going back to no school with all these youngsters, man. No, man. No, man. I ain't about to do that, man. No. Listen, man. Let me, let me tell you something, man. Listen. It's not too late. It's not too late to start the business. It's not too late to start after your dreams. Now, if you're 57 and you're trying to rap or whatever, yeah, try something else. Go, go find, go cook or something. I don't know. Go sew some clothes or something. But, but that 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 dream as a rapper, 57, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't know about that. If you're just not starting, yeah, I, I don't know about that one. Okay, I'm just. I'm t- help me to help you you know just i'm just saying anyway my thing is this and let me say this i heard tyler perry said this he said some some entrepreneurs need to know when to let go and i agree with that and this is the thing some of us need to know how to let go and this is the thing because sometimes your dream ain't even your dream it's for somebody else. But because you've been believing that it's yours for so long, you try to justify your actions of chasing that dreams that not, that's not even yours. Ooh. So my thing is this. If you're going to chase a dream, make sure it's yours. Because I think sometimes we pray or, uh, you know, we, we ask people, or we reach out for resources and we're actually trying to walk into something that's not ours. Let me tell you something. It's like when you're in track and when you're running the race. If you do not stay in your lane, you can get disqualified. And not only that, not only that when you're in somebody else's lane, you could also cause them to wreck. Or you can cause them to hurt themselves or you guys get into a tussle or flip and all this stuff and get cut up and bruised up. All because you did not stay in your lane. When you stay in your lane and walk into your God-given purpose, you ain't got to worry about nobody else. I said this, uh, I think, in the last episode, but I'm going to say it again. What God has for you, it's for you. You ain't got to worry about nobody taking it. You ain't got to worry about nobody uh, stealing it. Now, if you're not obedient, we'll find somebody else to do this because you just didn't want to do it and you said no. But I don't know why people always trying to step into somebody else's lane and to ro- and, and step into somebody else's role. And you know, another thing, a lot of times we're out there trying to please people who don't even care about us. They ain't watching our videos and content. They ain't paying attention to what we got to say. They don't care about us. They sleeping good. And here we are worried about somebody who don't even know we exist. Um. Anyway So I'm going to tell you about this again And I'm going to close This is a short episode Real real short episode But it's okay The feeling of unfulfillment Are better known as Healthy unfulfillment. 
healthy unfulfillment. Now we call it healthy unfulfillment because when you're feeling this discomfort or or this this discontentment, it's because there's something that needs to change. And you're probably wondering out there why you can't sleep, why you can't you keep thinking about this thing, you having dreams about it. You watch a movie and you start thinking about it. I mean because over the last few weeks months um every time i would hear someone's story about how they made it and became successful i would start crying i was like okay god this is this is enough what what is this he said you're basically emotional because you know that that's going to be you or you know you're next or in another way is that you know you need to get busy working toward what you're feeling and i know for a long time, I had a feeling of discontentment for so long. I have it a little bit now. I have it, but I'm on that path and I'm I'm reaching that goal and I'm working toward it. So it's not as strong, but now it's just a motivator. Because some of you out there, man, you're trying to figure out what the next step is. And you're trying to figure out why you feel this way. And... It's basically because you need to do something about this. You really need to make sure that you're listening to those voices and listening to the, the pain that you feel or or listening to why you feel the way you feel and why you and people probably ask you, man, you got a good job. What's wrong with you? Well, you tripping, man. You got I wish I had that good job. You got good benefits. All that you were able to go on vacation and stuff like that. What you? Why are you trying to leave this job? And people will not understand. And this is the hardest thing when you're trying to explain your vision or what's in your heart to other people who don't really have the capacity to understand. You're wasting your time. And a lot of times when you do that, it really makes you mad, and it makes it kind of even hurts your feelings. And sometimes if you let it. It'll even make you doubt that you feel like you're going to even succeed or get toward that. But the feeling healthy discontentment is real. And I encourage you guys to tap into that and figure out what that is, why you're feeling the way it is. It's something greater out there that you want to obtain. It's something inside of you that will not let you sleep because some of us. Our gifts and talents have been crying for years for attention. And you won't even have a sit down and have a conversation with him. But it's trying to get you into a level of success. Let me tell you, when I say success, I don't just mean money, but I just mean in a way that you can have peace. Some of us just don't have peace. And your gifts were, were created with you and it's inside of you. And for you to sit on those gifts and talents. Sometimes you come to a breaking point. That's why some people quit their jobs and and get mad. And if they get they sometimes they get fired and they don't know what they're going to do. And right now in this pandemic and this COVID-19, a lot of people are losing their mind because they've been so programmed for so long to live a life that they know they were not supposed to be living. And what I mean that they might have had a, a good job or went working for a company for 20 years or 15 years or, or, you know, brought the company to a whole new level with their expertise. And some of these people have not even used their gifts and talents. And it may be you. I might be talking right to you. And some of us 
have just been so programmed to just get a job, pay bills, raise kids, and die. That's it. And you never, ever operated in your gift, your purpose. But all you did was work, pay bills, raise kids, and died. That is not the life that we were called to live. So I encourage each and every one of you, and I'm about to get out of here, that tap into that. Figure out what it is. Pray. Talk to God. Get on your face. Write it down. Write the vision. Make it plain. I know I'll be writing. I got to probably go get a few more tablets, all the writing and stuff I've been doing, and, and in my phone, and just really just talking to God and just trying to figure out what's the next steps. Because I'm never complacent. I always want to try to go bigger and better and see what the next level is in my life. Because this is the thing. I want to leave a legacy. I want my kids to be able to, if I want to go to school, they can pay for it. If they want to work in the family business, they can do that too. If they want to start their own, guess what? They can do that too. Because the Lord has blessed me. Oh, yeah. And that's the life I want to live. That money is never an option. I mean, money is never a problem. I don't have to worry about resources. I don't have to worry about having to ask nobody for nothing. And if I do, it comes to pass because I'm walking in faith like it's already mine. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. Y'all be good. Remember, be safe out there. Uh, this virus is still out there. You know, a lot of people not wearing masks and everything, especially down here in Southeast Texas. People crazy. I'm wearing my mask. And then they look at you uh, like you crazy for wearing a mask. I don't understand that. But we're going to pray for them. All right, y'all. As always, stay hungry, stay humble, stay safe. And I'll catch you as we listen in on the next episode of Vince W. Matthews Closet Rants. This has been episode six, The Feeling of Unfulfillment, part two. Remember, healthy discontentment. Look it up, check it out, and see what that is in your life. Why you can't sleep, you keep on thinking about it. All right, y'all, y'all be good.